Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. It's your boy Gooby here. Now, we're a little disappointed on this side, but not because of football, not because of fantasy football, just because Otani signed with the Dodgers. So we're, we're a little annoyed with that. You know, everybody was on that private jet watch. Just sitting on the computers. It wasn't even him. That's what makes it more. <laughs> I told you. Makes it angry is that John Morosi. And sorry to cut you off. John oh. Morosi is the biggest scam ever. He lied to us, reporting that oh, Otani's on his way to Toronto. He's doing this. He's doing that. You lie. You're a fucking liar. Shut up. Liar. He wasn't even on that damn plane. It was probably some other drunk Asian person. Yeah. I'm so pissed <laughs> off right now. I told you, man, we're we're all probably watching some random billionaire just fly to Toronto for no reason. Pretty much. But do you know how many people were watching that flight? Oh, well, so many, like a few million at least. Shout out to Adam Young. He told me it was 730,000 people. Okay, so I was well, I was way off. But wow, yeah, that's still a lot of people just watching a plane on a computer screen. But yeah, you know what, though? That's baseball. Let's get into some football. And uh, I'm going to start us off with uh, my last week's highlights, I guess. Or not highlights, but... You don't even want to hear how I'm doing? No, Besides really. the no, shit. <laughs> All right, buddy. How are you doing, Melk? Extra fuming right now. I'm not a holiday milk beverage right now. I'm just a mad, fuming, bubbling beverage. Screw you. Yeah, big time salty. Screw the Dodgers. Screw the Angels. Morosi, dead man walking. I think we should all grab as much income as we have, get a rocket, and send this man to the sun immediately. What? He screwed us over. He got our hopes and dreams up in like typical Toronto sports fashion. We're let down. I'm so pissed off. And I know because I wasted a whole fucking day following that feed <laughs> watching that plane ride. I had it on my second screen while I was playing video games. So I had it on one screen and I was doing stuff on the other screen. But still, man, like my neck's going back and forth following. I'm like, oh, he's almost there. And then remember, we, you and I were arguing over the destination time. The, the time, yeah. Yeah, when we were both wrong, but whatever. Still, we thought there was going to be this big press conference at six o'clock and champagne was going to be popping. And it was going to be a new day in Toronto and probably the biggest signing in Canadian history. But no, let down again. This is Kawhi Leonard all over again. Do you think the Dodgers just sent a PJ to Toronto just to be like, ah, I got them? I think that whole Morosi thing, I think he was paid off. I was having a discussion with a couple of people and I think he was paid to send that tweet out because Otani is a very sheltered person he's very private and he had warned anyone who leaked information about his meetings that it would be a bad thing on their part i think this guy was paid or promised something an incentive to leak this information and then it drove the price up for the dodgers and then they had the leverage after that yeah yeah it's a shit situation and all but whatever it is what it is it is what it is and now let's not waste any more time <laughs> Let's get into fantasy football. Gooby, I heard a new streak happened. Break it down for us. What happened in week 13? What time is it? Game time! Boom! All right, well, it's week 13, and it's not a losing streak. We're back on the win streak. Yeah, baby, yeah! We're 1-0 on the streak. Uh, I am 12-1. I won 125 to 91. Jalen Hurts, 28 points. Jamar Chase, wow. What a catch. 26 points. What a catch. Michael Pittman, 22 points. Travis Etienne, 15 points. Jake Ferguson, 16 points. What a start that was. I put an you in the flex, 2.7 points. Did nothing. I told you. I told you. Yeah, but it was better than my other option. What was your other option? Uh, the backup running back for the Jacksonville. 
Oh, Dernis uh, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I dropped. I don't know who I, I dropped somebody. Oh, no. I was going to put in Mingos, but I dropped oh, Mingos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he was my boom last week. He was a mm-hmm. mini boom. He had 9.9 mm-hmm. points. But I dropped him because uh, Etienne was injured. So I wanted to make sure I had the backup just in case. Now, McManus has eight points. Other than Ninjoku and Rondell Moore, who had 1.1 points, and DeAndre Swift with three, my team did okay. I, I won. I'm back on the win. You know, I already have first place, like like we alluded to last week. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of sitting on cloud nine. I'm kind of more looking forward to the playoffs. You know, the playoffs, and well, I have the first week by. So this week coming up, and next week, I'm not really worried about. I'm worried about you know the semis. Well, first of all, congratulations for getting back on the winning track. Thank you, thank you. And you almost answered, pretty much answered my question, my next question for you. I was going to ask if you have any strategies being off for basically the next two weeks. This week really means nothing. It's more bragging rights than anything in points. And next week you have a buy. So is there a strategy you're thinking ahead of time? Is Gooby accumulating assets? Is Gooby strategically gaining, making a game plan for the next few weeks? What's going on in Gooby's world? I definitely have. Uh, me and you have talked about this, and I've been back and forth on some defenses. Yes, I have Dallas's defense. Yes, they're probably top three defense in the league, but they play some heavy hitters in the semis and the finals. I can't have none of that going in. Dallas is playing Miami first. Uh, so, so sorry, week 14, yes, they're playing Philly, but that doesn't matter to me. I already have first. Week 15, they play Buffalo. I'm on a bye. Week 16, semifinals, they play Miami. Then they play Detroit. Oh, boy. Now, Detroit, yes. I mean, they could do good against Detroit, but Detroit is a heavy hitter in the offense. It's a stretch. So I've been looking at some defenses. I was thinking Philly. I was thinking uh, Buffalo, because Buffalo was available on the wire. I forget who else I was thinking. You, you, uh, said, you mentioned Denver. That's Denver, something. yes, because they have a good schedule for their defense. They play New England, but then they play the Chargers. Denver's defense is actually not bad. They're like rank. I don't no, even know they're, what no, rank they're they are. Pretty, no, they're pretty bad. <laughs> they're next to the bottom. All time for, for next, this year? Yeah, for this year. They're next to the bottom. They have 97 points overall. But yeah, no, no, I, was, no I, rank, I was thinking... Ranking-wise, they're, they're pretty bad. Yeah, I was thinking Buffalo, but they got the Chargers, then they got New England, which, I mean, if anything, I might pick up Buffalo if I go to the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said Philly, too. You mentioned Philly yes. at some point. So Philly is the team I decide to keep. High five. So at the moment... My one of my bench spots is being taken up by a defense, which is Philly. They play the Giants in the semis. The Giants are first giving up points overall for fantasy. I'm like, this is no brainer. Semifinals, Philadelphia. So, yeah, I I am looking and then I'm also going to look for injuries and make sure, you know, I pick up any uh, wide receivers and stuff right now who are like backups to anybody who was injured. But at the moment, next two weeks, I'm not worried about. It's that semifinals I'm looking forward to. And I think I have the best defense for the semis. They're predicted to get 9.21 points. So I'm excited. It's a good strategy and good thing you're thinking ahead. I was going to ask you, do you have any players that are on bye or is that done? Or are all your bye weeks gone? Uh, Yeah, I got Rondell Moore on bye, bye ah, this this whatever. week. But that's it. There, I don't think there is any buys after week 14. Uh, week 15. Because there's no, two teams on buy this week. It's Washington and another crappy team. Arizona. Arizona. There you go, yeah. Yeah. Uh, week 15, there's no buys. Week 16, there's no buys. Okay. So you're in the clear. You'll have your full squad, period, which is awesome. And then you yeah. picked up the defense. And, and I have Michael what's Thomas. What's Michael Tom? Yeah, what's his status? Is he still uh, uh He's still IR. Uh, he's supposed to come back for the semis. I probably will not play him for the semis. But then he got Tampa Bay for the finals. And Tampa Bay is fifth 
in uh, giving up points against receivers. So that's good for Michael Tom mm-hmm. Michael Thomas. I'm gonna gauge it on what he does in the semis. Yeah, absolutely. Monitor him and see what he does because I know he's been frustrated and he got in some trouble too recently. Yeah. So, yeah, see, so he's got to be able to be available to play too. So that's pretty good, man. You got a nice little couple weeks to strategize and just kind of chill out. From here on out, it's going to be nothing but smooth sailing. Even though I know it's not, doesn't really matter, but break down week 14's matchup. All right, week 14's matchup. Uh, bro, these nuts in your mouth versus General George S. Patton. I guess this guy is a World War II fan. Uh? Um, <laughs> we are shooting this on a Saturday. So uh, the Thursday night game has already played. It only has one stipulation in this matchup. Jalen Hurts versus Lamar Jackson. Jamar Chase versus Lockett. Michael Pittman versus Mike Evans. DJ Moore versus Debo. Travis Etienne versus Najee. And Najee only got 6.3 points this week. Loser. I know Jalen uh, Warren got that touchdown at the end. It was fantastic. I was laughing. Like, what a bum. It was. <laughs> Na- Najee's just a terrible pick now. Oh, big time. DeAndre Swift versus uh, AJ Dillon. Jake Ferguson versus I am not sure because Logan Thomas is on a bye. Um, Matheson versus Jordan Addison. Minnesota versus Minnesota. Nice little matchup there. Brandon McManus versus Justin Tucker. Speaking of kickers, I have been alternating kickers. I just go on the uh, players. I go to all players. I click kickers. I go season stats. Whoever's a top (laughs) <laughs> that I can pick, I just grab him right away and I slot him in. That's what she said. <laughs> Basically how I choose my kickers. And then I got the Dallas defense versus Detroit. I'm predicted to win 117-29, 299.27. I think I'm, I'm good, I'll win. Other than that, this matchup means nothing to me. No, it doesn't. It has no implications. It doesn't change anything in your league. And it's crazy because without even trying, you're probably going to win. Oh, 100%. And it just adds to your point total. So that's pretty awesome. I mean, you deserved it. You worked your butt off to get to this point. So you're going to reap the benefits off it. Basically, you're playing the waiting game. Yeah. Does that make you overthink sometimes? Because you know when you're too comfortable and then yeah. your, your mind starts wandering? I want to know, like, 100%. for you, is that a would that be a big issue for you? Yeah, I, it is because in the end, you know, especially with the defense situation, I was like, man, I really want to start Dallas's defense, but that's probably a no go. I was in between Philly and Denver. Denver's got a good matchup. Philly's got a good matchup. With Ninjoku and Ferguson, I'm thinking, okay, who am I going to start? Uh, Ferguson's got Miami and then Detroit, but like Ninjoku, he's got a good semi and finals. He's got Houston, which is fifth in giving points up, and the Jets, which is ninth, giving points up, and I'm just like, but Njoku doesn't have a quarterback. Who's who's their quarterback around? Flacco? It's still Flacco, I think. I think. I, don't quote me on that. It was him last week. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I would trust the guy who has the quarterback, which is Dak, and a guy who scores touchdowns. Ferguson gets touchdowns. Njoku yeah. doesn't. Yeah. And then you know, it was like, can I play spoiler? Which I cannot. This guy is not going to make the playoffs. Uh, even if he does win, there's no way for this guy to make the playoffs. Because I was like, if I could get a bottom tier team into the playoff, I'm benching everybody. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I will bench everybody. Let this guy go through. So then if I do see him in the semis, I will absolutely destroy him because he's bottom tier. It does suck. This guy had Jonathan Taylor, which he waited on for Four. how long? And then he played yeah. how many weeks? Yeah, and then he's hurt again. He's, yeah, I think he's, he's hurt again. Season. It's hard for this guy because I think he's just going to – I'm like he, he has no way of getting into the playoffs, so I don't think he's going to bother picking up a tight end because like he's got Pierce, he's got Waller, he's got Murray and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He has a kicker. I guess he didn't drop his kicker on the bench, so that's, that's a thing. If he's smart, he'll start CEH because Pacheco's hurt. Yeah. He's not playing. I mean, it does get to my head of who to start and who to pick up, and I'm bouncing off the wire trying to figure out whatever. Like, I would like to replace Rondell Moore to see if I can get somebody else. Yeah, but my semis, man, my finals, 
My finals, if Michael Thomas plays well, the team looks unbelievable. Jalen Hurts, Jamar Chase, Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, Travis Etienne, DeAndre Swift, Jake Ferguson. I probably put Michael Thomas in the flex. McManus and then Over probably... Gus Edwards. Over Gus Edwards. Yeah, uh, Gus... Gus only had four points. It all depends on what Gus does next two weeks. And you know what? You will cross that bridge. And, I wouldn't know what's going right now. And he's got San Fran in the yeah. semis. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, but you know what? The Ravens are the number one running team for a reason. And Lamar is a bigger threat than Gus. So Gus might get open with a couple of those those runs. You never know. The only thing I'm worried about is zero touchdowns. That's the thing, right? The touchdowns make. All oh, the sorry, sorry. He's got ten rushing touchdowns, zero receptions. Uh, no, Lamar or Gus? Uh, Gus. I mean, touchdowns are worth more. Yeah. So yeah, but like I said, San Fran defense, and then he's got Miami defense against the run, and they're yeah. pretty good. And Miami gives up points, though. All right, that is it, Melky. Do you think I win? I think you win without even trying, man. It's <laughs> it's mind-boggling how superior your team is to everyone else word of caution though see you you're doing what i didn't do when i was 13 and 2 or 13 and 3 or whatever a couple years ago i was cocky confident i had my team set and then the semifinals i was about to win and my kicker got me one point holy crap so really research your kicker for that week make sure that it's a kicker and a team that he's playing that give up points in a team that will actually kick a lot of field goals because I made that mistake and it cost me. And then that was the year of the split. I would have won the whole thing if it wasn't for my kicker. So far, McManus is uh, third for kickers and he plays Tampa and Carolina. So I think Jacksonville is going to get some good points off of these teams. Especially since Lawrence, which we're going to talk about next segment, his status. So why don't you take it away with the week 13 highlights? Well, week 13 highlights Colts take on the Tennessee Titans and win 31 to 28 Gardner Minshew, uh, mustache Minshew, 26, 42, (laughs) 312 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Zach Moss, kind of nothing going for him. 19 carries, 51 yards. Pittman Jr., 105 yards, 11 receptions for a touchdown. Alec Pierce, three receptions, 100 yards, one touchdown. And let's throw in Kylan Grandson. What is that? Three receptions, 72 yards, zero touchdowns, but still for a no-name guy, pretty good. This team all around did well. Titans on the other end. Levis, 16 for 33, 224 yards, one touchdown. Derrick Henry balling out, 21 carries, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Taiji, or Taiji. You stupid. Spears? Taiji, Taiji, Taiji Spears. Taiji Spears, 16 carries, 75 yards. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got 75 yards and one touchdown. I'm not even going to try to pronounce Chigozumi Okanawaka. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, the tight end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is he from Wakanda? No, he's, got, he, he's definitely got to be Hawaiian of some sort. Bro, are you serious right now, bro? Three receptions. No, he's black. For, he's black guy. What's so? He's not from Hawaii. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> for, for 100% sure he's not Hawaiian. Barack Obama's Hawaiian. <laughs> Barack Obama doesn't have that a name like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three receptions for 62 yards. I like te- uh, Tennessee. I mean, Levis is going to be a good quarterback once he gets some games under his belt. Uh, hopefully, they and, can keep Derrick Henry. And he stops putting mayo in his coffee. What? What the fuck? That's really what's holding them back. But yeah, good for the Colts. They're seven and five. They're looking to make the playoffs. Uh, Mel, do you think Tennessee has a chance to make the playoffs? Tennessee, hell no. But let's flip the coin. Do you think the Colts have a chance to make the playoffs? I think the Colts have a chance to make the playoffs. 
Ooh, who's in their division? Let's take a look. They have the Jags above them by a game. It'll be tough for them, but I think they could win it. Uh, do they play the Jags again? No, they do not. No, they, they have, have the Bengals, Bengals, Steelers, Steelers. Falcons, Raiders, Texans. Yeah, I think they can beat the Bengals. They can beat the Steelers. They can beat the Falcons. They can beat the Raiders, and they can beat the Texans. So they have favorable matchups for the next five weeks. I agree. I think Minshew carries everyone on his mustache, and they get a wild card spot. Are you fucking kidding me? Bengals, that should be a win. Steelers lost picket. Falcons are an up and down team. Raiders suck balls. And the only main competition is the Texans. So I think they have a great shot. As long as they keep playing the way they do, they got a big time shot. All right, Melky, who we got next? Well, just like apparently the Packers who have a shot all of a sudden, and they upset another team, the Kansas City Chiefs, more specifically, 27 to 19. Patrick Mahomes went 21 for 33, 210 yards, a touchdown, a pick, rushed for 26 yards. And Jordan Love, man, he's playing like he did at the beginning of the season. 25 for 36, 267 yards, three touchdowns, Gooby. Again, through zero picks, rushed 10 times. Isaiah Pacheco had 18 carries, 110 yards with a touchdown. A.J. Dillon, 18 carries, 73 yards. Travis Kelsey did Travis Kelsey things. Four receptions, 81 yards on five targets. And Christian Watson, very nice game. Seven receptions, 71 yards, two touchdowns on nine targets. So we talked about the Packers last week. I don't want to touch base on that. Let's talk Chiefs. What is going on with them? Uh, It's hard to say. I mean, like, their defense is okay. Patrick Mahomes, he's kind of underperforming a little bit. And I, I I don't blame him. Blame the receiving core. They for some reason they just think that going with your wide receiver one as a tight end is gonna get them wins. No, you need people. Like Travis Kelsey had four receptions for eighty one yards, zero touchdowns. Of course, when you hit the twenty yard line, who do you think the double double coverage is going to? Your tight end. You need wide receivers that can go with those one-on-one matchups and get the ball. You don't have that. You don't have a DeAndre Hopkins. You don't have a C.D. Lamb. You don't have a Devontae Adams. You don't have these all-star type players making big plays one-on-one versus a safety or a corner. Facts. And they especially don't have a Tyreek Hill, which they had once upon a time. And look what he's doing now. Yeah, he's balling out for the My- for Miami Dolphins. MVP candidate. 100%. Pacheco, he's doing well. So I, I don't blame the run game at this point. I used to blame the run game on the Chiefs. Now I don't. It's their defense and it's, you know, the wide receiver core. Like, you can't go with these second, third string guys and hope Travis Kelsey just carries the game for you. Yeah, as talented as Patrick Mahomes is, and he's obviously talented he's one of the best in the league you're right they need a wide receiver that creates separation they don't have that guy one-on-one coverage you nailed it they don't have that guy you've got second and thirds rice maybe one day will get there but he's a rookie and then the rest all scrubs you want to hear undefeated teams that will win the super bowl if they have patrick mahomes put him in dallas 100 percent win rate you put them with the Eagles, yeah. 100% win rate. You put them with the Niners, 100% win rate. Do you want to know why? It's because they have all-star wide receivers. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuels. You need those receivers. Absolutely. Well, you talked about the 49ers. What happened in the biggest game of the week? I talked about two of them. Yeah, and the Eagles, Eagles and Niners. Uh, well, the Eagles, they, they flew into a window. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, 42 to 19, not as bad as the Dallas Cowboys, but still pretty bad for arguably the best team in the league. Eagles um, only had nine more points. We lost 42 to 10 or whatever yeah. it was. Not that much of a difference. It's not that much of a difference, but I have to throw it in there because I feel like the Eagles fans, especially Bob, is going to be like, oh, well, you lost 42 to 10. Well, yeah, I, I understand. I put that in there for you. Don't worry. 
Brock Purdy, 19 for 27, 314 yards, four touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, 17 carries, 93 yards, one touchdown. Debo got in for a rushing touchdown. Debo also got two receiving touchdowns with 116 yards and four receptions. On the other side, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, 26 for 45, 298 yards, one touchdown, and then he got benched. I mean, for the last little bit, at least. Marcus Mariota made an appearance, two for three of 16 yards. Jalen, Jalen Hurts, though, the top carry, the top rusher for that game, or for, for uh, the Eagles, is seven carries, 20 yards, one touchdown. That's what hurt them the most. A.J. Brown, eight receptions, 114 yards, zero touchdowns. Devontae Smith, nine receptions, 96 yards, one touchdown. Melk, does this now, even though the records are eerily similar, the Eagles still 10-2, and two, Niners 9-3, and three, does this solidify the Niners as the best team in the league? Yes, hands down. They pulverized the Eagles. They pulverized the Cowboys. I'm pretty sure they would do the same to the Ravens, Chiefs, any other team that opposes a threat to them. Yes. Top to bottom, San Francisco is built like a juggernaut. Yep. They are a scary team. And if they get that first round by and everything goes through them there, holy shit, NFC, look out. You're going to see the 49ers back in the Super Bowl. This team can't be stopped. Brock Purdy is playing like an MVP candidate again. It's a scary, scary team right now. Like the 49ers, oh man, just a juggernaut team. Look out everyone and you better be on your toes and ready for this team. Otherwise, results like this, 42 to 19, 42 to 10, are gonna occur. This team is just out of this world. Yeah, I'm not gonna say yet, you know, because he's still got a long ways to go, but this dude was Mr. Irrelevant. He was picked 262nd in the NFL draft, which makes him the last pick in the NFL draft. I'm not going to say he's leading the team to the Super Bowl because that defense is, but he's still a key component in this uh, offense. And it's starting to turn into another Tom Brady story. I'm not going to say he's going to be Tom Brady because I don't think anybody for the foreseeable future will be Tom Brady. But this kid could have potential to get four Super Bowls with that team. He's young. The defense is young. And, you know, Debo is young. McCaffrey's getting up there, but still, he's still producing. He's also still the best running back in the league. 100%. It's, it's going to be a good time for Brock Purdy. I agree. He All mentioned right. up-and-comers. Up-and-comers. Jake Browning, is he an up-and-comer? The Bengals used OT to defeat the Jaguars 34-31. to Jake Browning went 32-37. for 354 yards, a touchdown. He rushed 22 yards and had a rushing touchdown. And Trevor Lawrence went 22 for 29, 258 yards, two touchdowns, rushed eight times and had a rushing touchdown himself. Joe Mixon had two touchdowns. Your boy Etienne had a touchdown. Jamar Chase was on the case. 11 receptions, 149 yards, one touchdown. Evan Ingram, nine receptions, 82 yards and a touchdown as well. Trevor Lawrence injured his ankle, high sprain, in the loss to the Bengals. Now he's questionable for week 14. Should the Jaguars be worried, Gooby? For week 14, they face the Browns. Okay. Unfortunately, I would sit Trevor Lawrence against the Browns. The Browns defense is no joke. They're going to get after him. Like, okay, yes, Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl, but you don't want your star quarterback to go into the playoffs with a busted up ankle. Nope. I would sit him for the Browns. I would sit him for the Ravens. Why? And I need you to win out against the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Titans to claim that number one spot in the, uh, was it AFC or NFC? AFC South. AFC South. I would not sit him for the Ravens game. If he's good to go that game, you play him because Indianapolis is on your heels. Houston is on your heels. 
You got to win every game. You want the home field advantage. You want to host a playoff game at least. Yeah. I agree possibly having him sit Sunday, even though the Browns defense is fierce and I know you want to win every game. That one I might consider. I agree. The rest, no. If he's good to go, he's got to play. I'm just trying to look here to see. The Colts have, yeah, Bengals, Steelers. So they win five, we think. We, we said that. The four, Texans, four or five. I think they win four or five at least. If, if Mitchu continues to play the way he has, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Texans got the Jets. That'd be an interesting game. Uh, they beat the Titans. They probably lose to the Browns. They beat the Titans again, and they lose to the Colts. It'd be tough. I think the Jags would still get the playoff spot, but they wouldn't get home field. I think it would go to the Colts. I still think the the Jags win the division. I'll actually put it. No, I'm two. saying if, if they were to bench Lawrence for two oh, games. That's why they shouldn't. They I don't think they can afford to. It's unfortunate. It sucks because you never want your franchise quarterback to be limping into the playoffs or have long-term injury damage. But you need to get in. You need to get the division. I don't think the Jaguars, even though they're a great road team, I don't think they want to go on the road in in round one. Round two, that's a different story. Yeah, no, I, I get that. All oh. right, Melk, what do we got next? Show me potato salad. But Baker can only do so much. I think Baker will be okay. I think he'll throw to some good weapons, but that team is going to struggle to a degree. Then, the most overrated team in the league, the New Orleans Saints. Now, the Saints continue to pretend they are in contention, and they continue to kick the salary cap can down the road, so eventually those chickens will come home to roost. In the meantime, what they're going to be able to satiate themselves with is another eight wins. Like, okay, that's fine. But at some point, you're going to have to admit you are not in the championship window. And then the division champion. They Atlanta Falcons led by offensive rookie of the year and offensive player of the year and the pending rushing champion Bijan Robinson. The Atlanta Falcons will lead the league in rushing. They have Drake London, they have Kyle Pitts, and they have the softest division in the entire NFL. I think they can go 10 and 7 and win the NFC South and Bijan Robinson can have a Marshall Falk-esque 2,000 yards from scrimmage. All right, we're talking craziness and chaotic messes well the definition of that this season is the nfc south gooby you serious what a dumpster fire of a division we want to know who's going to win this division i got the, the current standings right now they got the falcons at six and six tampa bay at five and seven the saints at five and seven and carolina at one and eleven for all these purposes, Carolina is eliminated from this conversation because they're hot, flaming garbage. So we're not even going to bother with them. I didn't even pull up their, their schedule. But you, you don't need to. No. Well, we <laughs> Let's start with the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this team is 18th in total, de- in total offense, 22nd passing offense. They're fifth in rushing, and they're 24th overall in scoring offense. At quarterback, they've got Desmond Ritter, slash Taylor Heineke. Both are having decent years. Desmond Ritter's got eight interceptions and Heineke only has one. Your receiving core, you got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Johnny Smith, and Bijan Robinson. Yeah, your running backs, you got Bijan and Tyler at Algier. Desmond Ritter does a little bit of running. Defense are 10th overall. They're 11th against the pass. They're 15th against the run. And they're seventh in scoring defense. They only allow 20 points on average. Let's move to the Tampa Bay Bucks. The 23rd overall in total offense, 19th uh, pass offense, 30th rushing, 23rd scoring offense. At the helm, they got Baker Mayfield, who, let's be real, it's Baker Mayfield. He also has eight interceptions. Receiving core, they got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashid White, and Cade Otten and Mike Evans again has a thousand yards receiving and you said he was washed up shame on you rushing they got Rashid White Baker Mayfield and Keyshawn Vaughn their defense is 26 total defense 28th against the pass 10th against the run 10th points allowed with 20.4 now we'll go to the Saints their 12th total offense 10th passing 19th rushing, 19 total points, 
They got Derek Hart and once in a while crab legs, but nobody got time for him. Uh, receiving core, Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shashid. Rushing, they got Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams, and their defense, their 12th total defense, 7th against the pass, 24th against the run, 16th total points allowed with 21.3. Who's going to win this crappy-ass division? All right, well, I'm looking at, I've looked at the schedules. Yeah, I got uh, that too. The Saints win the next three, and I think they it's tough against the Bucks. You know, it'll be tough against the Falcons in the end. The Bucks, they probably lose to the Falcons, which is this week. Then they basically probably win out, depending on the Saints game. And then the Falcons, they probably beat the Bucks, and then I think they win out the rest of the week or the year except for the Colts game they probably lose that so I feel like it's just going to be uh, an even Steven as it is right now Falcons Bucks Saints Panthers so does the Falcons win the division yeah okay see I agree with you I eliminated Tampa I can't trust Baker Mayfield and they are so hot and cold it's not even funny so it came down to the Saints and the Falcons and yes do the Saints have the better quarterback yes by name even though Derek Carr's numbers are mid he's got 2,761 yards 11 TDs 6 INTs he's fumbled the ball quite a bit he's been hurt a bunch too the Falcons love to run they're a great rushing team defense surprisingly I had no idea they were this good defensively I'm going to give the edge to the Falcons too and I think Atlanta needs a playoff game because it would just be a lot of fun. Honestly, I looked at the Saints and Falcons defense to see if they had favorable matchups for the last weeks. But uh, yeah, no, in the end, I think the Falcons will definitely probably win the division. I think the Saints will come second, Bucks third, and then the Panthers at the bottom of the pack. Basically, the the top tier wildcard in the NFC is going to have a field day dummying yeah. the NFC South winner. Yeah. So, by, yeah, uh, it'll either be the Eagles or the Niners playing one of those teams. Oh, and, you, you peg the Cowboys to win the division and get the first bye? No, no, no. There's only one bye. Yeah, but you said Niners or, or Eagles. Or Eagles. So you, so also, you of, already assume that the Cowboys win the division and get a bye. No. Yeah. Because there's there's one buy for for each conference, right? Yeah. So it's so either going to be the Eagles yeah. or the Cow or or uh the Niners getting the buy. So isn't the second seed play the lowest tier seed, which would be the Falcons? So I'm saying the Cowboys get the first wild card and they're right. gonna have to go to the NF NFC South team. That's what I'm saying. Oh right, okay. Yeah. See, I thought you were saying that it's going to be either the Eagles or 49. I'm like, no, 49ers are going to win their division. Yeah, I think the 49ers win their division. That's not even a question. I thought you were saying, oh, the Eagles are going to have to, <laughs> going to, have to go to Atlanta. No, that's how it goes. It, it goes. So your top seeds in both conferences get a bye, right? So second seed would play the lowest wildcard team. Yeah. Then third division would get the middle wildcard team. And then the last division winner would get the highest wildcard team. That's why the Cowboys went to Tampa last year, because Tampa was the lowest division, lowest division team. So the Cowboys have to go on the road and then they dummied them, obviously. Same thing will happen this year. It's probably going to be the Cowboys and they're going to have to go to Atlanta or New Orleans or God forsake, it's Tampa Bay again. Yeah, sorry, I forgot the Packers are pretty shit, but they're still in there. At the moment, the Niners play the Packers, the Vikings play the Lions, and the Cowboys play the Falcons. Okay. Now you got it. Yeah, but I mean, if the Falcons, if they all lose out, which probably won't happen, the Falcons would go to the Niners and we would play the Packers or the Vikings. If if, ifs and buts were candy and nuts, Gooby. Yes, sir. It's a big one in Arlington, Texas today. America's Game of the Week. We are talking Cowboys, so let's stick with the Cowboys. We're talking Cowboys versus Eagles. This is game number two. 
And I think it's going to be a doozy, man. It's going to be tough for both teams to get out there. The one thing I will say that Dallas has a favor in hand about is one, it's in Dallas. Well, duh. Two, our injuries are not as big as the Eagles. Right now, we got Rico Dowell with an ankle injury. He's our third string running back. Yeah, meh. Not a big loss. So... uh, Peyton Hendershot, again, he's our third string tight end. Not a big loss. Matt, I don't even know who this guy is. He's an <laughs> offensive tackle. He's out. I'm not worried. But Fletcher Cox, ankle. Zach Cunningham, hamstring. Dallas Goddard, forearm. Nope. Goddard's playing. It was already announced. No, I, I'm, I'm just okay. calling out oh, geez, their, okay. their injuries. Some of these okay. guys are probably playing. Like well, Goddard, I don't think, Goddard is 100% playing. Yeah, I don't think Fletcher Cox is missing this game, even though he has an ankle injury. Uh, but yeah, Fletcher Cox, Zach Cunningham, Dallas Goddard, Julio Jones got a groin injury. Uh, Darius Slay, he's just on a rest because of a knee injury. And I don't know who Jack Stoll is. Yeah, they have five key off parts of their offense. I wouldn't say Julio's a key part, but he he does, you know, create, you know, some kind of plays sometimes. But uh, Darius Slay, Goddard, uh, and Fletcher Cox, those three guys, you need them. And it, with those injuries, it, it could be hard. I have the Dallas Cowboys winning this, and it's not a biased opinion. They're undefeated at home. Dak Prescott has been fired for the last, I don't know, five weeks or four weeks or however long he's been throwing fucking multiple touchdowns and getting over 300 yards. Tony Pollard, he's doing his part. He's not the Tony Pollard that we thought he would be, but he's doing his part. And C.D. Lamb is just killing it. He's running through people left, right, and center. His routes are amazing. And then you have the Dallas defense. You got the record breaker, Deron Bland. You got uh, Stefan Gilmore. You got Micah Parsons. I mean, that D line is doing stuff. And that O line is doing stuff too for the Dallas Cowboys. It's going to be a good game, but I, I have this one going to Dallas. It's going to be another high scoring game, uh, both in the 30s. Mel, what's what your, do you think? What's your specific score? 38-32. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. The biggest game in Dak Prescott's career. I oh, think so. He chokes when it matters. This is to potentially get the division and get a first round bye. We got the Sunday nighter. No better way to do it. The line's three and a half for the Cowboys. I'm shocked they got that point five. And these two teams are evenly matched almost. I mean, there's some differences defensively. Cowboys are better defensively. Offensively, Cowboys are one of the hottest teams. But the Eagles, you know they can sling sling it. And Dallas Goddard coming back is another weapon for Jalen Hurts. But they're so evenly matched, man. Like, the receiving core uh, on the Eagles, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Dallas Goddard, they have 15 touchdowns total. Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, Jake Ferguson, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, 18 touchdowns collectively. Tony Pollard versus DeAndre Swift. Similar numbers. They both have over 700 yards. Pollard has one more touchdown than Swift. Here is the key match of the coaching. The coaching of Nick Sirianni. And yes, he's a jerk and I want to punch him in the face. Hey, yo, what the fuck? He's just got that annoying face and his attitude sucks too. Typical Eagles fan. Versus Mike McCarthy. And Mike McCarthy just had appendix surgery, so... I don't even know if he's going to be at the game or not. Maybe he they will said be. He is. he is? Okay, well, it would have been better if he wasn't. You just look at the similarities between these two teams. It's crazy, but I am on your side. I'm taking the Cowboys to win this. Yeehaw! Not so high on the score. There's too much that leans this way to the Cowboys. They've won 14 games at home. 6-0 and this season at you know, in Big D. Dak is 8-4 and all-time against the Eagles. I think the 49ers have shown a blueprint for the Cowboys to beat the Eagles. Again, we mentioned it's Dak's biggest game. He has to get it done. If he doesn't get it done, he's going to be labeled as that guy who couldn't get it done. And I don't think he wants that on his resume. I got the Cowboys winning 31-28 to is my okay. final. 
Okay. I did read a thing. Now, it could just be all fucking smoke and mirrors. But if Dak Prescott is to win this game next year, they will probably rework his contract to have a longer extension. They've already started talking. That's the report. And this would definitely give him leverage to get that extension and stay in Big D. In Philly, how many times did he stumble? He took two penalties and then the two-point conversion where he stepped out of bounds. You can't do that against a juggernaut team like the Eagles. I think he gets it done in Big D. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you said, this is his time. This is the game to make that statement. And I'm sure Jerry has already sat down with him going, look, bud, <laughs> you win this game, you get your extension. You don't, we'll talk about it. It's got to be a team effort. Obviously, D-Law, Parsons, the defense has got to lead. McCarthy's got to manage the clock better, and you just can't be stupid. Don't go for fourth and ones. Don't go for fourth and eights. You have a field goal opportunity. Take the three points. Yeah. You're not a wizard. You're just fat. What? I will say that offensive line, they're doing work, especially with the lead with Tyron and Tyler Smith on the left side. Uh, arguably, probably one of the best left side uh, offensive line that in, in the NFL. They need to be on their game today because we know that when Dak gets pressured, he makes mistakes. Always. All right. All right. Milk, so you got your score. I got my score. I'm sure Bob will text us his score. But, uh, you know, he'll probably be like, oh, the Eagles going to win 42 to 10, just like the Niners. No, Bob's going to be quiet, and then he's going to send the little jail. No, sorry, the Leo DiCaprio pick like he always does. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love Bob. Hey, you know what else we love? Boomer Bus. Because it's Gooby's favorite pastime on the toilet. Oh, that's nasty. What would cause a giant boom? on the can for you. Beans. Gross! (laughs) The musical fruit? Beans, beans, and musical fruit. The more you fart, the more you toot. I don't remember how it goes. The more you eat, the more you toot. There you go. I don't remember. Your poor, poor toilet. All right, I'm going to start with Gardner Minshew, a.k.a. Mustache Minshew. And Goobs, he's one of your bean booms this week. <laughs> Last week he, w- he had 312 passing yards, two passing TDs, two rushing yards for a total of 25.8 fantasy points. What a difference four weeks makes for this club. He's led the Colts into a wild card spot, four game winning streak. Colts are the number eight scoring offense. Bengals are dead last overall in defense, and the Colts' schedule is very favorable. Who wants a mustache, right? You do. He's a boom this week. What is that? You get a mustache ride and you get a mustache ride and you get a mustache ride. All right. I'm going with Taco Bell. Okay. (laughs) This is a giant break bus like this is going to break your toilet. Wow. When you eat Taco Bell, that's what happens. You break toilets. Uh, I'm going with Darius Slayton. What can I say about the Giants offense? Well, not much. <laughs> Slayton has been basically non-existent with the Giants this season. He only has 32 receptions for 435 yards, but the greatest defeat for him, he has one touchdown this whole season, just mm-hmm. one. I know we're almost done the season and injuries are adding up, but this one you should leave alone. Slayton is a bust for this week. And for the rest of the year, do not pick him up. Even if you have injuries, it's just not worth it. If your name isn't Saquon Barkley on this team, then you don't even give a sniff. He's a Daniel Jones bust. Like, that's how terrible he is. He only has 82 yards in one game. And like you said, one touchdown. Leave him alone. I would rather leave my flex or wide receiver spot empty. Screw that guy. Yeah, you probably get more points. (laughs) (laughs) all right my next contestant is tight end gerald everett of the la chargers 
Last week, he had four receptions, 44 receiving yards on five targets. That equal to 8.40 fantasy points. And Goobs, I'm in a festive mood, so I'm going to say he's a mini boom. Are you serious? The Chargers are running out of options. Obviously, Williams was lost for the season, and Johnson can't catch a damn ball. Last two games have been very encouraging. Eight receptions, 87 yards, and one touchdown total. Broncos D is second last and 24th against the pass. Broncos give up an average of 25.2 points per game. That's 29th. Loser. So if your tight end is on a bye or you're looking to spice things up on your fantasy squad, grab Everett. He's a low upside tight end too, but he's still a boom. No, I like it. There's not not much you can say after you know you you list out all the stats. I always have trouble with that. After when we do boomer bust, I'm like, what else do I say? Like we've already said pretty much everything. But it, I do agree. It's hard to navigate sometimes and explain your, your reasons reasonings when you've already listed so much. But yeah, this one, based on how much I hate the Broncos, I had to deep dive <laughs> into some more information just to you know make fun of them and. For all those reasons, you should pick him against the Bronco Busters. <laughs> well, speaking of Broncos, I'm going to stick with the Broncos. I'm picking Russell Wilson. Ew, gross. He has been Mr. Consistent the past six weeks, averaging 21.6 fantasy points per game. The Broncos are not looking like the lackluster team they were at the beginning of the season. Russ is leading the way for this team. I'm going to label him a boom for the next week. I actually know what? Screw it. The next three out of the four games he has left, he faces the Chargers and Detroit, which are sixth and fourth in fantasy points allowed to QBs. I bench him versus the Pats as their defense is pretty good, but I give him a start in, in week 17 if you really need a quarterback for the finals versus the Chargers. If you had Trevor Lawrence and he, you know, somehow aggravates that ankle more and just doesn't play, Russell Wilson's a pretty good backup right now. He's facing the Chargers and Detroit, who allow quite a few points to to quarterbacks. So I label him a boom. I disagree. He's a Bronco Buster bust. You need Jesus. You know what? He does have a lot of guts, but he blows it when it matters. Three INTs last week. That's not going to get it done. The Broncos were a nice story, Gooby. Trust me. But all fairy tales come to an end. I like the home advantage for the Chargers. And going forward, I just can't trust him. He's a bust in my book. Let's go to Buzz Creation, Tooney Bets, and Muck. I'm going to take this one because mine's more of a, you know, a wild card. You don't know who actually could win this game. Vikings over the Raiders. I picked the Vikings. I actually don't mind Dobbs. Um, yeah, I, I think he's doing all right to where he's been put in. Like, he wasn't on the Vikings, what, four games ago, three games ago? Yeah, since the deadline. So, yeah, well, let's chalk it up. Three three games, I think. Three or four games. R- roughly around there, right? This guy is just, you know, holding his own. And I don't mind it. I think the Vikings take the Raiders. I'm going to say 24-14. Hmm. Yeah, this game could go either way. When you posted this, I'm like, you know what? That's very intriguing. I do like the Vikings, too, because they have a lot more on the line. I think the Raiders season is pretty much done, even though... They're playing as if they have a shot. Yeah, the Vikes, uh, they're, they're fighting for their wildcard lives. Dobbs, he had a great start. I mean, he's been really bad the last couple of weeks, but I think the bye week has shaken the cobwebs. They're going to get right back into the thick of things. And guess who's returning? Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. That's going to be sir. a huge weapon for Dobbs. It just makes that offense more, more prolific. The Raiders, they're 20th overall in defense and 13th against the pass. Look out. They're going to have their work cut out for them. I think the Vikes take it. All right. Who do you got? You know me. I like to kick a man when he's down. So we're going to go back to the Broncos, and there's going to be more tongue lashing on my part. And my toonie bet this week is the Chargers defeating the Broncos. Although the line's only 2.5, who cares? Fuck the Broncos. Whoa, dude. 
Brandon Staley has to win this game. He is playing for his coaching life. You know, here's a chance to play spoiler two for the Broncos. You got to give the fans something to cheer about. And Justin Herbert is just way better than Russell Wilson, and he needs to prove it. I got my score 27 to 24 in favor of the Chargers, and it just plummets the Broncos further down the wild card race. I disagree. I think the Broncos win this. What? I don't think it's going to be a high scoring affair. Uh, I'm going to say like 21 14, something like that. I think the Broncos get it done this week. Would you like to double down, sir? I would like to double down. Definitely. Indubitably. Indubitably. (laughs) Do you remember when the double down first came out? Oh, the the KFC thing? Yeah. I've never had it. Whoa! Where did that come from? Whoa! I was contemplating trying this thing because you know it's a calorie nightmare. So I finally decided to take the plunge. I said to myself... I need to be in a secluded area where I don't have to move just in case things go awry. So I try this thing and I'm not going to lie to you is one of the most delicious things I've ever tried. But as soon as it starts digesting, you can't move. You're stuck on the ground digesting and basically regretting your life decisions. It's just that impactful. The thing is, I regret eating KFC when I eat KFC because it just makes you feel so bloated and weighed down. When I eat Popeyes, I don't get that. It's something about KFC just makes you feel like, you know, you don't want to do anything for the rest of the day. It's the part of the pigeon they use. Why do you say such ridiculous things? That's what it is. Just like John Morosi's credibility, this episode is over. I'm still pissed at you, by the way. I'm insanely heated. And Canada, like I said, should pay to send this man into the sun where he can never be seen or heard from again. Thank you so much for joining us for week 14. For those who are either starting your playoffs or ending your regular seasons, good luck. Thank you, NA30, El Jefe, Fantasy Football. NFL football and Gooby. Thank you for being my ride or die. And most importantly, thank you fans. This podcast doesn't happen without you. And speaking of Gooby, any last words, man? And good luck, by the way, this week, even though you seem to like not give a shit. <laughs> yeah, hey, honestly, this this week and next week, I'm just like, you know what? I don't have to worry about football or fantasy football. I just need to worry about the Cowboys. Yeah, because like normally, like when it comes to fantasy, if it's like a like an intense game, I'll be flipping channels back and forth, back and forth, checking on my guys and see how they're doing. But this Sunday, next Sunday, I can relax. I can watch whatever game I want. Definitely going to be watching that Eagles-Cowboy game. I don't have to worry about my fantasy team doing things. So I'm I'm good. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Drop a comment, drop likes, uh, share it with your friends. Thank you, NA30, for having this. It's, we wouldn't be doing it without you. But yeah, that's about it for me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're on vacation mode, so you, you can ease in and yeah, enjoy my, your Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is my last two days, and then I'm back to work. There you go. And shout out to Steel Sharp and Steel. I saw them over the weekend. Really awesome band. Great lyrics. I've been following them on Spotify for a while. Go check them out. Just do it! Follow myself on Blackzilla37 on IG, Drama25 on X, and don't forget to click and subscribe to show us your TDs on Spotify. That's my personal Spotify, and also on NA30. They're everywhere on every stream, so click and subscribe right now. Let's get out of here. I'm Elk, that's Goobs, and we're about to make like Stephen A's hairline and run away. You're so disrespectful! for yeah. you to say something like that. Did you see Shaq uh, doing impre- his impression of him on NBA to- Tonight or whatever the show is, NBA Tonight? No. Shaq had the hair like... Shaq had the hair And Stephen got A was happy. No, but he, he made his <laughs> he, own hair He line. got a little wig. Yo, but Stephen A. Smith, he's talking good about the Cowboys. You know they're doing well. Yeah, he's on their top five. Yeah, he's number two. Oh, snap. 
he picked Cowboys as number two. Because we them boys. Yes, sir. I don't know if we have, <laughs> I don't know if we have that footage, but we do have footage, uh, Stephen A, uh, of Shaq being on our Tuesday night show, uh, sporting this oh, uh, yeah. hairstyle. <laughs> That's my Stephen A look. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna bring it back next week. Let me see that again. Let me see it again. What are you doing? I don't point it out. Let me see it again. Let me see it again. I got you. I got you. All I'm gonna say is this. I got a couple of hours to prepare to get at y'all. Stay. I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Hey, don't don't over prepare. Okay.